ho 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 and welcome to a very festive episode of the real film sherry i'm katrina and i'm martin you were expecting that i caught you there didn't i you did catch me out right, right. just mix up a bit for you get in the festive spirit although you're talking all festive tis the season you're saying as if it's a festive edition and we never even watched a christmas film that's right i'm coming out you're coming out all guns blazing? Right. Right? Sure. Well, gee whiz. Okay. First and foremost, though. First <laughs> you bet you need to tell them what we watched. No, first and foremost, right, okay. we'll obviously we'll address the break. The break, yes. With a wee break. We had a break. We were on a break. I didn't realise it'd been that long. It had been that long. Until we watched, we seen what the last episode was and realised it was a Halloween special. <laughs> it was like, oh, right, okay, that's. We're just doing seasonal episodes. Yeah, now. that's it. We've, we've gone seasonal. Next one's Easter. <laughs> Passion of the Christ. <laughs> God's sake, yeah, you'd like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> so, aye, uh, welcome back. Yes, and we're back. We had some so, uh, well R&R, which needed. Welcome back to any new listeners. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the party, pal. That is my little idea. Uh, I got that. So we were all said, if you've not caught on by now, we watched Die Hard. We watched Die Hard? We watched Die Hard. We put, it to, we put it to the people. For some reason. We put it to the people. And the people spoke, and we listened. That's all I'm saying. There was, it was like forty nine percent voted for. That means the majority of the people didn't vote for. No, it. no, because then I, it was only like ten percent, one percent that kind of stuff. I know, them, but so. still, more people voted against it than for it. Did they though? Yeah, because if it's only forty nine percent, then yeah. <laughs> Look, it's too late in the day for this, right? Oh, so. Do you want to tell the lovely listeners what Die Hard is about if you've not seen it? I Die Hard is an action film. Basically. Around Christmas time. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be the theme already. It's an action film where a Around cop from New York. New York goes to visit his wife. Strange wife. Uh, they're kind of on the verge of breaking up. Uh huh. It's Christmas off his party. He's like, I'll come, I'll meet you, we'll spend Christmas with the, us, the kids. Yeah. And I'll go back. But then at the Christmas office party... Shit hits the fan. A group of terrorists... Take over. Take over. Take over the, the building and it's just... And that's it. It's just... But I'm just going to start, right? Action-packed. I'm just going to start being purely controversial. I know, yeah. You've been like this all, since we watched it. It's not a Christmas film. It is a Christmas film. It's not a Christmas film. It is a Christmas film. Right. You explain first. No, 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 no. You, you're coming out all guns blazing. Watch me and Marty Big Boss. On you go. It's not a Christmas film. How is it not a Christmas film? It's a Christmas film you can watch any time. It could have... You could have set that film any part of the year, any time of the year. But they and didn't. the plot wouldn't have changed. But they didn't. They said it at Christmas then. Aye, but the plot wouldn't have changed. But they said it at Christmas If that time. had been Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. it would have been the exact same film. It would have been a Thanksgiving film. It would have been... The, you don't get Thanksgiving <laughs> films. If it had been Halloween... It would have been a horror. No, it wouldn't have. <laughs> I know it wouldn't have. It is a Christmas film, but you can watch it any time of the year if you really wanted to, but it just feels like watching thing we watched, we watched was We watched the first three, I think, mm-hmm. on Valentine's Day one year. Right, that was like about 14 years ago or something like that. But you wouldn't sit there and watch Elf or The Grinch or anything like that on Valentine's Day. Look, it's versatile. It's not a Christmas film. It's versatile. And none of the sequels are set at Christmas. Don't need to be. Oh, so the first one, let's make a Christmas film. Uh-huh. Ah, but no, they didn't year, make it a Christmas film. They made the film and based action. it round about Christmas time. Harry Potter's got a Christmas scene and it doesn't make it a Christmas film. 
Well, I done a quiz in the work this week, and one of the questions, one of the answers is Harry Potter. So that's all I'm saying on that one. Stuck out of Honestly, is that just a random quiz? No, it was a Christmas quiz. I never work. specified that. It was a Christmas quiz in the works, and it was like name forty films in the it was a picture one, and one of them was Harry Potter. Harry Potter. No, just because there's part of the film or the film is set at right, okay. a certain time of the year I doesn't like, mean. Look, agree to disagree and move on. Because I've just schooled you. You've not. I have. I mean, you've not. I mean, I've got several points throughout that will quite clearly identify your. At what point shot. of the film, right? Apart from at the start when. Uh-huh. When it's literally playing, like. It's beginning to look like. And then at the end. Like, let it there snow. was a Christmas song. Let it snow. Right, so. Uh huh. The first. And then in the car. Mi- the first five minutes. Yep. And then the last. And then he's in the car. Credits. And then the fact that he's in a, a Christmas office party. Um, what, the fact that every so often it's like, you hear wee jingles, like... That's not what I'm going to ask. At what point, in between, in the main aspect of the film, at what point did you feel Christmassy? What time? Bullshit. Oh, at what point did well, you feel see, Christmassy? I, I mean, you're, you're, you're making me jump ahead and I don't like jumping ahead. No, right. But there's at one point where he actually uses festive sellotape. What? what sellotape? Remember when he does it? I don't want to do it now because we're not uh, there yet, but when he does it uh, back. okay. It's festive wrapping tape that he uses. So, again, shove. See, there's the wee details you don't pay attention to. I've been telling you for years. Sellotape can be used any time of year. Not festive ones, it can be. I don't know if you can get festive It was. I'm telling you, it was. Right. My first question, anyway. Okay. Did you go to your office party on Christmas Eve? No. No. That's really strange. That's very, very close to Christmas. I'd also want to be in my bed for six o'clock. Like, I, like you need you need to bring your bed sharp because the big man he's he's coming. Santa, you bring your bed early for Santa. But so I'm not going to be out partying all night. I think I don't know. I also would like to like be well rested because Christmas Day you are then we we do a lot like we go and also see your sister and the kids and stuff like that, and then we go out with mum and dads and all that kind of stuff. It's you you're busy, so I'm like no I want to be in have my jammies yeah. on get myself a nice wee hot chocolate. Stick on a Christmas film like Die Hard. Sit there with my blank on, my heating on, my cameras on, sorted. It's one of the main things that I don't like about the plot. Maybe, maybe, the maybe like, party. see, it's like December twenty third. Then I, if maybe even then, like we had like technically, although we didn't actually, because it ended up getting cancelled. But we had like we were supposed to have our office one. Um, when was it? Last weekend. Aye, that's fine, that's okay. That's, that's, that was, it was something that was like the, the 10th of December. Which you're, in, not, you're not going to go to a Christmas office party on Christmas Eve. No, I'll be telling First you First and foremost, other. if you're finishing up work for Christmas, Bye. you want to go out there. I'm out there like Secondly, nobody be... really, truly wants to spend more than their working hours with their colleagues. Oh. Let's face it. I mean, I'm going to go one of my pals from work tomorrow, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> and then I spent last weekend with my, my work. We had our oh, you're team. just we you're strange. I mean, I'm not. I'm just sociable. There you go. You're just a wee weirdo. Go. Um, so, talking also about the, the Christmas party at the office, right? I've got a couple of points in this one. So, first one being, now I don't know if that's just shown our age or whatever, right? But imagine going to your work's Christmas night out or night in, right? And they were like, oh yeah, come, you know, get some nice champagne, some wee, wee kind of crudities and a wee, all that, a wee buffet and all that kind of stuff. 
Oh, we've got a violinist playing. I'd be like, no. Chug on the, the, the iPod, get the DJ on or something. And they've just got like... Mm. You're setting like the legs. No, I know that, but I just feel like it's a bit... Makes it a bit formal having like a, a violinist playing. Like, it was a full like orchestra, near enough. Maybe not quite, but just seems a bit like, oh, right, cool. Where, where is the party? Do you know what I mean? It's not my vibes. Well, it's not my vibes. John McLean uh-huh. was picked up at the airport by Argyle. Yep. Argyle doesn't look old enough to be able to drive a limo. No, he doesn't. He does not. He looks extremely young. Yeah, but then in America, you need to let him drive from like 16. Or you can drive from 16. Even then, no. So, yeah, it's just, it's, well, to be fair, we were 17, so it's not much, but, yeah. Um, obviously, my office doesn't have a waterfall in it. I feel like I might need to speak to my boss on Monday um, and just kind of say, like, what's, what's the scope here? We've got a water fountain, as in, like, you go and fill out your bottle of water, and that's it. It's not really going to do it. Just look at the window, it's Glasgow, it's raining. Yeah, uh, it's true, could you? You know how obviously John McLean turns up to yep. the the building and he's checking in at the front desk on reception. Yep. And he's typing in his wife's name. Oh yeah. And he's looking oh, for Holly McLean. That was a that was a, a below the belt. Wasn't and it? he doesn't find Holly McLean, he but find he finds Holly, Holly Gennaro, Holly which is obviously her maiden name. Uh-huh. And then he's just like, Oh Christ. Mm-hmm. That's my reaction every time I see your driver's license. I know because it has. I do need to get it to you. I've got yeah. the documents now. Well, you got me the documents, so I'd, uh, I'm in the process. I said you started taking any more hands. <laughs> so you will change your name. What? I have obviously changed my name. I've just not updated my driving just license. Just all of your IDs you haven't. Or my passport. <laughs> but my bank, bank's all good because that's where the money has to go and it needs to be up to date. But yeah, my, my driving license and my passport I've not but to be fair I think my passport's out of date now because they've not been like actually I well it was out of date three years ago when we got married I, as well I, I know this is the thing like it's not even as if it's been like I know a couple of months it's, it's literally stop been, clinging on to the past it's literally been three years and I've not changed it's <laughs> really bad isn't it uh-huh. that's really bad I think I can even get done for that as well actually I think it, like if the police pull me over and see my licence and it's not it's, I think it, I can get done maybe, maybe like delete this bit out of the podcast it's one of the many 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 things that me and john mclean have in common we both get annoyed with the fact that you've not your wife doesn't want to take your name <laughs> exactly in fairness taking your name your last name makes my name like even longer than it already is and i've got a long ass name so can you blame me it's like an extra three letters it's really not it's like an extra five four i'm trying to think now. <laughs> anyway um so See if I was to get a job in like I'm trying to think somewhere that's really funny. No, I'd be the end of us. Would you? Would you I not? I'd be the end of us. Would you not bother? Because obviously the whole point of him, he wouldn't want to move from New York because he's a New York cop. And she got this big high flying job in LA and he was like, well, nah. It'd be, it'd... Would you do that for me? If I went somewhere nice, you'd be like, aye, let's go. If it'd... I went somewhere pretty shit, you'd be like, nah, I'm good. It depends how much you were getting paid as well. That's true. Like to be I fair, I wouldn't move unless I was getting paid something something good for it anyway. I don't know if I'd like to leave Glasgow. No. I'm a wee home boy. No. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right word. <laughs> it's really not, but we'll go with that. We know what you mean. Uh, I don't think I could leave Glasgow, no. Aye. I must admit, like, I think if I was going to go anywhere, it would need to be, like, to another kind of 
large town, yeah. but like maybe somewhere a bit warmer. <laughs> That's probably the only thing. Uh, I don't mind leaving as long as I get to come back. Aye. And that's Glasgow's my home, man. Aye, man. Long and bread. Aye. Cool. Bruce Willis. Yeah, man. Would you? Would you? Back then, why? Really? Aye. Not now? Uh, No judgments here. Maybe around about like Die Hard 4. (laughs) But then after that, nah. I think he'd be be cool to go and hang out with now. Like to have a conversation, sit and like just have a laugh and have a good night. But... No, I had a hard paper round. Must have been all that. Are you would you would have back then? Oh, he was a good looking chap, eh? Um, he was a good looking guy. He was. Is that wife beater done it for me? Well, he's obviously walking about with his vest. His vest is famous. Uh huh. But he's got a wee tuft of chest hair. Oh, aye. And it just overhangs his vest, it and it's really off putting. It's not. <laughs> I mean, it is, but. Oh, you like a hairy chest? Aye. <laughs> Great chance. I don't know. I'd say. <laughs> Mm. Oh, yeah, swimmer's body, so <laughs> Sure. Yes. <laughs> not, not muscular by, at all. I, it's not, not by choice either. <laughs> <laughs> not muscular, just. <laughs> um, so, obviously, like, you see him grow up into the, the party and being a bit like, oh, here we go. And you meet Ellis. Ugh. Aye. If, see if you were to look up definition of, like, arsehole, dick, well, Walloper, wanker, it'd be him. Uh, I think douchebag is the best word to describe him. He just, one. like, he was just the office sleaze, wasn't he? Like, doing drugs. Doing drugs, being too, too, what's the word, forceful? Not forceful, but just being like too kind of inappropriate and forward. And I'd report him to HR. I'd be like, you need to get him to help. But I suppose if it's in that whole, like, sales and lawyers and high money and profile and all that kind of stuff then you need to have some swagger i suppose you need to have mm-hmm. some competence in order to do that job but just don't be an ob though just don't be an arsehole it was a it was an idea it really really was oh it was such a twat but what a fantastic villain bad guy oh big hands hans gruber big alan big al alan, alan rickman uh, aye, that's, he's got he's, to be one of the aye. best movie bad guys. Oh aye, he just plays it so well, doesn't he? Just plays it so well. Yeah. You can't really watch a TV, uh, a scene, sorry, in that film, when he's in it, and not just be like, pure, oh, he's good. Aye, yeah. Is that, you know he's a bad guy, but you but like... You, yeah, you're just like, because you're older, you, you appreciate like the acting that he's doing. Um, just... Accent's phenomenal. Well, even just at the start, like, when they're breaking in, Aye. and he's walking about, owning the place, and he's not actually talking, he's not said a word yet, but he's just walking about. But you're about, like, like he's, he's the main man. He's the influencer. Uh, he's the guy. He's the boss. Uh, he's the He's the boss. Um, obviously, with the men breaking in, and they kind of gather everyone in, like, the main kind of lobby bit of the office, but obviously Bruce Willis has managed to, to kind of stay away. And they're going round and they're like, right, who's missing Akatomi? Aye. Would you stand up? If somebody was like, who's, who's, you'd be like, oh, that's me. See, I don't know if I would. But I feel like you would say you would, but in the actual time, you'd be like, no. No, 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 no. I don't think I would instinctively, mm. but I'd be pissed off if my boss never done it. 
Aye. Aye. Like, I don't know if I'd have the balls to do it, but if the guy they're actually here to get, doesn't he do it? I'd blame him. Him there. Uh, yeah, him is him there. Aye. Aye. Yeah. Would you do that? No, what the fuck? I'd be out there. See what Bruce Willis did? Would just not go back? That'd be me. I also feel a lot of these people... I'd hide somewhere. They don't play dead enough. No. It's the same with, like, Braveheart and... Like, the possums have got it right. Gladiator and all that stuff. Play like, dead. big battle scenes. Just play dead. Play dead. Uh-huh. But then you also then run the risk is what sometimes, or what used to happen, especially back in the olden days, right? The good old, like, the good old, like back, like, in medieval times. Even if you played dead, they would just come up and stab you just to make sure you were dead. I'd, see, what I'd probably do, though, is, like... So you need to watch out for that. I'd probably have a dead like body over you over me but I'd probably make it like one of the other army because I don't think they would come up and stab their own their own okay I feel like <laughs> I feel like you've thought this through and I don't know how in that situation in that scenario where people are like quite literally shooting at you you're going to have time to do all this and not be oh, seen oh find a way okay I'm small and fast <laughs> yeah that's true so, before we get into the pure nitty gritty of the whole action part of the action film, um, when he's on the plane to LA, mm-hmm. and the wee guy sits next to him says, Rub your feet. I make fists with your toes. Yep. Do you have any wee post-flight rituals? Do you do anything like that? I, I come off and I kiss the ground, just thankful that I made it. Oh, geez, peace. I hate flying. Flying hates you. That's, that's fine. We don't go on. Um, Safest way to travel. No, I think. I mean, I always, I always wash my hands as soon as I get in somewhere. But I've just do that anyway. Um, I guess just because of your then way that you've been touching things, especially more so nowadays. But I was always like, my mum obviously drummed in is wash your hands just like as soon as you come in the house. Um, so if I get in somewhere, I'll kind of like go in and kind of just give myself a, like a. Wash my hands, mm. wipe my hands. You always do the whole when you go into like a hotel room or something like that, um, where you like go in, dump the bags, you go, oh, it's nice, eh? And then you always need to go and look at the toilet, oh, it's nice in here as well, eh? I check all the drawers, see if anyone's left in. I mean, there's not, but there's a good I know, but, but so. I, I just always instinctively check the drawers. Have you got any? I don't think I've no, noticed you doing any. not really. No. Uh, I, I miss flying, so I do. I don't. I miss it. Um, my notes are all over the place. I went back to talk about Hans Gruber next and mm. just be like, who turns up to a house wearing a properly tailored suit? Hans Gruber? That guy's got balls mm. and he's suave about it mm-hmm. and I like it. But then I also think as well, see now that you said that, right, hear me out guys, hear me out. I think that he could have potentially done that on purpose. So see that then if things went completely tits up, and the police like swarmed the place or they were leaving at the end like when they all were going out he would look like a businessman he would just fit right in i know but surely and he could have put the blame on other guys i but surely one of the no no i mean like see at the end no no but see at the end when they were all like when they were all running out he could have just i know i don't know if you can actually and the police no but the police wouldn't have noticed the police wouldn't have noticed that's true they wouldn't have just when you said that then he might have done that purposely I do have quite an interesting question for you. Let's hear it. And I don't really expect you to know the answer to it. Okay. 
but I just want to know your opinion. Okay. Do you think it's easier to do a heist like that nowadays when you've got like a shit ton of technology to help you? Or back then when these companies have zero technology to defend themselves? Mm, see, that's a thinker. I mean, I think probably back then, because although, yes, you've got the technology to hack things and to go in and do things, companies have also got that technology to counter it, whereas they wouldn't have had that back then. Although you wouldn't have had it back then, but they wouldn't have had it back then either, so it's one of those ones. But I think back then, there was probably less cameras about, maybe they had a phone to film or phone or do anything. So if you went in and you secured a building and you cut the phone lines, nobody was getting, mm. because nobody had like a mobile phone. You couldn't go on the internet, you couldn't film, you couldn't take photos, you couldn't phone anyone. That... I also, I know, but on the flip side of that, I think a lot of these heists, you could probably just do remotely now as well. Like, because people could just hack into accounts and all that stuff. Oh, and So you don't, back then it was obviously like a smash and grab. Yeah. But I don't know if, I think you could just hack into stuff now. No, you could do. What about you? Um, nah, it's, I don't know. Okay. I, th- I quite like the idea of just going in and shooting a plate. Well, like, <laughs> <laughs> that terrible. Like, I, from a film point of view, like you go in and you see the... the... It's like when you see people and they like just trash a room. Aye. And you know fine well you don't need to clear that up. I'd love that. Uh-huh. I'd love to just be an actor just to go in and like wreck a room. She'd be like, cool, I've done that scene, see you later. But if you... Because uh, you do that in the house, you're then like, oh, fuck, I need to tidy this up. I think it would be a better sense of achievement in the terms of, right, I'm going to go and storm that building. Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, you, you would the, feel You'd feel like Barry Big Boss. Uh, I'd steal in, the uh, contents of the safe, blah, yeah. blah. They're not going to be able to catch me. I'm going to get away with it. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Rather than, oh, I'm just sitting in my laptop up in my room, I mean, hacking I into accounts. <laughs> well, I don't hack into accounts, but I do that. Or a week, like literally, that's what I do because I'm working from home. Yeah. Just sat on my laptop, obviously. There's a bit in it, right? So obviously, Chet has hit the fan, and John McLean is like doing all his stuff behind he, the scenes he's and been trying to. Uh-huh. He's trying to be a badass cock. Uh-huh. But there's a point in the film when he's trying to climb down the elevator shaft, and he uses the gun. Yeah. As an anchor. Oh, wouldn't it be me? So. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so there's basically this wee hatch. I don't know. Uh, is that what you call it? And he's got like a, an assault rifle mm-hmm. perched against it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that works. I know it, it did fail. Like it, it eventually yeah, it just, just gave. Aye. But I don't think it holds at all. No, because what you need to do is see if like that was the gap, right? And you then had the gun. See any point if you didn't had didn't have that gun like straight when you were putting pressure on it, uh-huh. it would flip out. So if uh, you yeah, had it mean. sitting like that and you put pressure on it, it's just going to go like this. That's what I mean. So you need to have, make sure that it's like flush against the wall before you then. Uh, I I just put pressure on it. Um, but then he did actually fall. He did fall. So um, well, that that bit always gets me because I'm just like you you need. Um, what was I going to say? I, I, I think after that, I'm not going to lie to you, my, my notes are now more towards once things have gone wrong, so if you get any other notes, but then... Oh, no, it's fine. Go for it. 
no, there's a bit where obviously he's now kind of in and around the, the air vents and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, and he's taking out a couple of bad guys and trying to kind of work out like, what is it that these guys are actually here to do and all that kind of stuff. And you see Hans going up. So he's like, right, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it myself. Because obviously all the guys that he sent up, they've all come back dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a bit where Obviously, the police pal. Right. That's what I'm going to go and say, sorry. Completely lost my train of thought there. So, I don't So, obviously, you see him try to phone the police and being like, you need to come down here, people broke in, they're like, look, don't be daft. Mm-hmm. It sets off the fire alarm, but then obviously, they managed, they were preempting it, so they're like, no, no, it's just a false alarm, really, really sorry, so they got away. And then he manages to get the radio from one of the bad guys, I think he's on like yeah. the emergency and he's like, right, okay, you need to come down here, you need to come down here. And they're like, this is for emergencies only. And he's like, well, I, why did that person not just go, well, they're obviously know that it's an emergency channel. They're obviously asking for help. And she's just like, and I would need to report you. Like, go go and phone the police. And he's like, well, I'm fucking trying to, but you're not listening. That was a hell of a long way. Just I know, I'm really sorry. It was useless. Uh-huh. It's so obviously then send Pal. 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 Uh-huh. They also sent him. Um, and he was a bit like, he went in. It's quite funny because my next point was the problem with bad guys in these films is that they talk too much, pups. And let's face it, with your last I'm point I'm really there, sorry. You just talked far too much. No, it's, you know, it's because <laughs> on my notes, right, my next one is like halfway through the film. Obviously, I just stopped taking notes halfway through the film. I was enjoying it too much. There's a... That Christmas classic. Well, he... he John McLean... Yep. And Poe mm-hmm. start sort of interacting with each other, but it's because McLean drops the body Aye. onto his Because nobody, nobody was listening. And that's the point where he goes, Welcome to, to the party, pal! My controversial opinion is, mm-hmm. that's a better line than yippee yippee means jack shit. Yeah, I think because... But Welcome to the Party Pal is like... Welcome to Party Pal. Aye, but that, aye. that's... That's such a huge part of the film. Aye. Because now he's got Powell at the side, and he plays a huge role. Aye, he's now like, right, I've got a pal. So, I've actually got some hat. No, somebody's listening to me. That line, that delivery is... I think because of what's then happened is they've obviously used Yippee-Ki-Yay in all of them. Aye, all of them. So you're kind of, you've, it's a bit like when they play a song on the radio too many times, you're like, right, I get it. I get, I've heard it. Mm-hmm. So you kind of then get bored of it. Whereas obviously you don't do, welcome to the party, pal. So, I'd quite like to be pal though. Yeah. They're just on the sidelines. Aye. Radioing up with moral support. You hang in there, pal. Aye. Hang in there. You're right, buddy. I'd, I'd quite like to Aye. be that guy. Yeah. I know I'm not any risk. I know I'm not really going to influence anything too much mm-hmm. but I'll give you some moral support I'll mm-hmm. big you up mm-hmm. but just don't ask me to come in and help that's 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 me that's, that's like your exact thing for whenever we like cook dinner or do the washing or do the ironing or decorate the house you'll stand there and give me some moral support but Are just don't like, ask me to get in there talk out your ass. I'm kidding you on I just like cook the majority of the dinners well here we go I'm at the best in go this ah 
fucking... Built this house with my two hands. Did you, aye? Nah, no, just like... No, that, exactly. Oh, dear. Uh, although, a bit like what you just did to me, he had them absolutely rattled. Yep. See, for like one man... Yep. ...against, what, 15 baddies, yep. however many baddies it was, he, had them, he was taking the piss right out oh, of them. Absolutely, yeah. especially when he's like, he kills the bad guy yep. and he puts his Santa hat on him, and, and he's like, like ho, 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 now I have a machine gun. I mean, that's just that's just like toying with him, exactly. I think he knew him. he was doing that because then what happens is they end up really annoyed, really angry, so then they make mistakes because right. they're just so enraged that they're not actually thinking straight. So, at this point, rather than it just being pulled aside, you've then got. The LA, LA. LAPD. LAPD and then the FBI come up eventually. Uh-huh. But the chief police officer, whatever his name was, he was a bit of a knob as well. Oh, he was an asshole. But it's purely backward thinking. Because oh, they just try to storm the place. They just try and run in and then all their officers get killed. But why not just think things through? Take the advice you can get off of the radio well, between John McLean. It was the fact that, yeah, they were like, who is this arsehole? Like, basically, like, who's this arsehole? And then, like, and he's like, I'm the one that's helping you. I'm the one that's stuck in here and is trying to, you know, get 14 guys down to next to nothing so they're not killing any more hostages. And they're like, and? I know. I would be a bit like, well, fuck you. I just. For him being a police chief, there was no like, tactical thinking. No. And that's what let them down. Yeah. But Ellis dies. Yes. Because he's stupid. He tries to he tries to give up John uh-huh. McLean. Yeah. And I don't really know what the point of him doing it was. I think he was he was also again thinking like, oh I close big deals all day. That's what I do for a living. This is nothing. I can I can negotiate with these guys. I know what I'm talking about. Mm. When he actually didn't have a clue, and I think he was basically just been like, right, if I can get get you this guy, can you? It would have probably been like, if I get you John McLean, will you let me go? Not even everyone else. It probably just been him himself because yeah. he's that selfish. So they're obviously like, I can get you this guy because he's also calling you a bit of bother. I can get him. I can talk him down. I'll get him back. I'll get him in here. You be all right. And you know what? You, you can let us go. That's that's what that would have been. Completely agree. Uh-huh. So obviously that's all kicked off. And then you then see Hans Gruber getting a bit pissed off and being like, well, you guys obviously can't, can't sort it. We need to go up and get the detonators and because basically we're planning on blowing the roof. Mm-hmm. So he goes away up. And you see him, and John McLean's like, what were you actually doing up here? And all this kind of stuff, right? So you see him, and the two of them meet. And there's that kind of, like, split, look, uh, you, and then you just see Hans Gruber, Alan mm-hmm. Rickman, just being like, oh, it's American accent, oh, you're, you're one of them, I'm, I'm, don't, don't hurt me, don't hurt me, I'm really sorry, don't hurt me. I'll, I'll go back down, I'll go back down, all this kind of stuff. So he's also now playing the part of being... One of the hostages. Yeah. And obviously, John McLean's like... Full uh-huh. John McLean. He's like, look, calm down, calm down. I'm, I'm one of the good guys. I'm all right, my cop, and all this kind of stuff. So they kind of have a conversation. They're talking away, and he's like, right, so tell me about yourself. Like, who are you? And all this kind of stuff. And how did you get up here? And all that kind of carry on. 
and I just turned out, how many cigarettes as you do? And he's like, what's your name? Yeah. Uh, John McLean to yeah, yeah, yeah. Hans. And you could see like a kind of name board just behind um, Hans. Aye. So we don't know, I don't know if he's seen it or not, right? But he's like, oh, my name's Bill, Bill Clayton. So you see John McLean having a wee swatch at the board. And there is a William Clayton or yeah. a WM Clayton, right? Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, you ever shot a gun, Bill? And he's like, yep. Gives him the gun. And then also he's like, you forget And you also, and you then like, oh, shit, it's actually Hans. But how did he know? So that one, that gun wasn't then loaded. Mm-hmm. So how did John McLean know that he was Hans? Or he was a bad guy? Well, first and foremost. Because if, if somebody's called William... They're often called Bill. Ah, I know. Uh-huh. First and foremost, uh-huh. he's not going to hand a gun to it's, anyone it's anyway. Just a rando. You wouldn't take that chance. No, you wouldn't. And at first I was thinking, like, this is really, really clever from Hans. It's really smart. Yeah. But John McLean's a pure gullible. He, he's stupid. Uh-huh. Why is he giving him a gun? Why is he giving him a gun? But then, you know, it's quite cliche that the gun's going to be empty and it's going to be useless and he's... He knows all along that it's hands. Um, I don't really know how he knows, mm-hmm. but it was quite obvious that he was going to know. I think John McLean then just kind of put it back on him and was like, "I'm going to make yeah. I'm going to make you think I believe who you are. Yeah. You're you're either going to be a hostage, which is fine, or if I give you a gun and you're not yeah. a hostage, then I'll upset you." Um. But in saying that, mm-hmm. I'd be more worried about fighting Carl than oh. I would Hans. He was a big fucking man mountain. Aye. It reminded me, see, the fight scene between John McLean and mm-hmm. uh, Carl, it kind of reminded me of, like, Rocky IV. Yeah. When Rocky was fighting Ivan Drago, who was, like, the big Russian... Would you say that? I'll take your word for it. Why? Because I can't remember it. You maybe watched them all and I can't remember it. Wow. Don't look at that face. Well, I'm giving you the face. Oh, God's sake. Ivan Drago? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like you should have more... Yeah, oh my God, hi at him. What a guy. Oh, I've had it up to heal you, man. <laughs> really, I had it up to heal you. <sighs> First of all, you pick an action film when we're supposed to be doing a Christmas podcast. I didn't podcast. pick a thing. I didn't pick a thing. The people... You picked the options? I'm pretty sure I said to you, what about these four? You went, aye, that's fine. Don't, don't come at me. Oh. Anyway, Carl would have battered me. Oh, I would have taken you. And then some. He was a big man mountain. He was. He was a big, big man mountain. He was. Um. So, we've obviously spoke about Hans Gruber being a really, really good character. Uh-huh. And John McLean is a good character. Mm-hmm. Pow is a good character. Mm-hmm. There's three people who are... Arseholes. Ellis. Ellis. Yep. The police chief. Oh, aye. And the TV reporter. Oh. Now, my question to you Dick. is, who is the biggest cunt? <laughs> um, <laughs> what? It's not <laughs> You got me off guard there. <clears throat> so, Ellis yep. tries to sell out John. Tries to... And he tries to get fired at a holly from like day dot. As well, aye. right at the very start. Aye. He's also doing snorting. He's the old an opportunist. Co- he's snorting the old cocaine as well, yeah. blatantly. It's a party, <laughs> duh. 
the violin. Um, so he's Aye. just a bad guy because of all that. The police chief wasn't listening to what John was Aye. doing at all. He was disregarding him, saying, you're a baddie as well, basically. So he was a knob when John McLean could quite easily, easily have helped him do his job. Yeah. And the TV reporter... Pretty much, just they went I, to the the house, the house, uh huh, and and talked to the kids, and uh, basically like threatened to send the wee nanny back to Cuba or Mexico or I, wherever she was from, uh huh, and and then pretty much like told hands that who they were, Holly and John were married, uh huh. So who's the biggest fit? So I would do probably. I feel like it's it's very close between the Breeders. reporter. Well, yeah. <laughs> The reporter and Ellis, but I'd probably do Ellis just because. Oh really? Well, I don't know. See, TV I'd, reporter. I'd the reporter. TV reporter Ellis and then the police chief. I think what the reporter did jeopardised these things much more than what the other two did. Aye, but then when Ellis is in the chair, he could have literally said, "I know he didn't, but he could have been could've... like, they two are married. That's his missus. They've got two kids. He, you could have done anything, yeah. although he didn't." But I think I would probably do Ellis, the reporter, and then police chief. Uh, but very close to the top two. I'd probably go reporter, police chief, Ellis. Okay. Ellis was an ob. Oh, aye. He was. Oh, aye. It but was. I feel like he was more harmless. Mm. I think he was just trying to be like, oh, look at me. The film could have finished like half an hour earlier than what it did. If the police chief listened to to John, why? So he's a knob. Yep. But the TV reporter, ah, uh, he's. It's the fact as well like they've literally like I'm pretty sure you can't even do that because they went and spoke to like the kids without the parents' permission. I don't think you're allowed to do that. Like nowadays, anyway. Like uh, especially with kids, especially with kids. Do you know what I mean? Like no. you're not allowed. To, like you need to actually have like parents' permission. Like, are you okay for me to photograph your child? What's your next one? Uh, my next one is so obviously the have kind of preempted the FBI getting involved and the protocols that the FBI go through in, yeah. in a terrorist situation and what that then looks like, and one of them is obviously they shut the power off, right? Aye, they shut the power right. off. They did. I don't really know why, but they shut the power off, right? So they've also done that, but they've now managed to get. To the, like the last bit of the vault, mm-hmm. and when they turn the power off, the vault door is open. Yeah. Now, see any point if there was just a natural power cut? Because it happens. It does happen. It happens to us, right? Does that mean that that's that vault... only when I don't pay the light? <laughs> well, that's true. Does that mean that then that vault just open? Oh no, there's like safety mechanisms. I know, but I just felt as if like it was it was like... a bit of a poor design. Like just Beam go with, go with well, a, an old fashioned. One you need to do the you put the pen in three the right, four the left. I just do one of them. Nah. Aye. That's my thing. They would. I know there was like seven things Aye, to get exactly. through. But then I just can't help but think they had like all this work to get through these seven like firewalls, whatever it was, right? And then all they did was turn the power off, and then that was them in at the vault. Well, my thing that annoyed me with the whole cutting the power was, again, they seem to... What purpose does it serve? Well, I think it's, like, so they can get their people in without lights and all that. Oh, okay. Uh, but, see, rather than... Surely you would take every individual 
terrorist attack, hostage situation, whatever it is, you would take them individually, like you would, they can't all be the same. No. So why do they, I think it was, I don't know if it was Powell that said it, but Real book. Uh, they're mm-hmm. following the same playbook. Step by step. Step by step. Mm-hmm. You can't do that, surely. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't work in all scenarios. Every building's going to be different. Mm-hmm. Every hostage let's turn different. let's turn off the power and it's like two o'clock in the afternoon that's uh, not going to make a difference do you know what exactly. I mean exactly so why not just then try and decipher what your actions are going to mean for yeah. the bad guys yeah and I think that you would get better you would get on better uh-huh. maybe I've just I've missed my call in life there's a real action scene where he uses like the fire hose. Oh yeah, yeah. When he's aye. When he kind of goes for a wee um, what's the one? What's the the thing where you're coming down? Re- repel. Uh huh. Aye. Well, he just jumps in, swings into the into the building. Into the building. Would you have the balls to do that? No, would I? But even if you're no gonna get killed, I'd just kill me. Maybe you there a chance though. Yeah. Surely. Aye, but he literally flung himself off the side of the building using a, a, a But to be fair, a, the, the the fire hose will give you like oh, no, good strength. But I just don't trust things like that to, to, to do anything. I just wouldn't. See, I this could, is a problem with you. Right? I generally think if I'd done it, I would die before like <laughs> the, the the hose even done in because I'd be like ah. No, this is this is this is your problem, though, Katrina. What you just. In these situations, you'll just curl up into the fetal position. I do. And wait for, wait for, wait for, to meet St. Peter up at the Golden Gates. Like, you would just accept your death. St. Peter? St. Peter? I don't know. It's a guy that lets you in heaven. Is it? Aye. But you would just... I would. I know that for a fact. I, talk a good I don't talk, know if you have just... any, like, survival... No, 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 Right, just, ow. Bear with me two wee seconds, right? Because I am very aware of my surroundings at all times, right? I'm also very good at, see, like, in situations of making something out of nothing. So see if there's, like, if we were stuck in, like, the woods somewhere. I, I, could, I could get us by. Hey, I don't mind that. I, I, I could think... get his by, whereas you would be absolutely shy. You'd, you'd eat those funny mushrooms, right? I know you don't like mushrooms, but you would be yeah, that yeah. guy that would eat the funny mushrooms and that'd be you. You'd eat, like, a berry that's, like, poisonous or something like that. I would be all right. I think I'd be, like, a very good, um, like, in the wilderness or in scenarios like that where you where it's, like, Aye, survival. Like, you're, you're stuck in, in an island or... Natural bear grill, so yeah. Thank you. But... I've got the body managed as <laughs> But you also drink your own pee. No, <laughs> but I don't. Just for your any clarification, I do not. But if it gets to like that kind of situation where it's like right, you can die from like an explosion or a gunshot okay. or a knife or something. It's like that kind of side. Then no. That's fair. Okay. In terms of like wilderness survival, I think you could survive longer than what I could. Oh, I. I genuinely think I would. You did. I, I probably would get killed quite mm-hmm. quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, however, when it was like bats against the wall, life or death, I need to actually jump to survive. 
No, I'm I good. think you would. I'm good. You would just accept death. I think I would, and my brain would go, right. I don't want to jump. Don't want to get shot. What's the next best option? Like I think. And I think I would just go and like find a wee corner somewhere just for that'll do me. <laughs> that'll do me. I think to to give the listeners a scenario. Uh-huh. Say uh-huh. we were doing a bungee jump. No. No, just just say we were doing a bungee jump. Uh-huh. But the bridge that we're about to bungee off of started to collapse. You I will go down. <laughs> you would you would But still, if you bungee jump from a collapsing bridge, it's not gonna make a difference. I know, but you would still like think, I would try and run off it. I uh-huh. rather than worrying about okay, if I stay, I'm definitely gonna die. Mm-hmm. But if I jump, well what if the rope snaps? That's 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 what you would be like. Uh-huh. But so no, you I, know for definite you're going to die here. Uh-huh. This might give you a 50-50 chance. Uh-huh. But you would still bottle it from doing it. I'd run. <laughs> I've seen you run, you know. <laughs> I can run quite fast, thank you very much. Just not for very long. Yeah, so they get to sort of the big the big ending, the big fight. The big finale. Did you know this bit? I've got a fun fact for you before you... There you go. Right. So, the big finale bit. Uh-huh. What were you going to say? No, no, on you go. So, obviously, Hans has got Holly. Holly. Because he's now figured out, thanks to the reporter, that Holly's his, his missus, right? So, you see him kind of backing down. And obviously, as I said, he's got the festive sellotape. Um, and he's coming with a machine gun. Mm-hmm. Or you see him kind of limping down. Yeah. And he's like, ah, like that. That's, he looks alright there, doesn't he? Yes, I mean, he's fucking lumpy. He looks like an extra for The Walking Dead. No, but like, that way he's just like, ah, and he's, he's pissed off. You Oh, what a guy. Ah, that looked like at most moments. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then obviously, they have a, hands is like, what happened? They, what was it you said to me? Oh, yippee ki motherfucker, right? Yeah. And obviously Bruce Willis starts laughing and he's like, huh, like that. So then the two the other guys start laughing. And you see he's got the handgun sellotaped to his back. So he's obviously got his hands yeah. up and he goes and kills the other guy and then goes and kind of like obviously shoots at hands because right. So hands kinda of falls back uh-huh. and falls out the window uh-huh. but manages to grab on to Holly. Yeah. Right? So she's like, oh my god, uh, he's good. he's actually dragging me out this window. And you see, like, um, John McLean being like, try and get, it was like a watch or something. Aye. on. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to like unclass that to try and like loosen his grip. And then you just see the overhead shot of Alan Rickman Aye. hanging out the window. And then he falls. He falls. Uh-huh. See the shot of him falling. Yeah. And he's obviously like shocked because he's like, oh my god, I'm falling. That reaction's real. Did you know this? Is it? Aye. Uh, so, I'm sure I've, like, I've read somewhere ages ago that the director was... So, it was all harnessed, right? It, wasn't, it didn't actually fall out of a full building, but obviously the setup that they had, it was falling like four feet or something like that mm-hmm. to get the shot. Yeah. So, he was in harness to some extent and the director's like, look, it will drop. We're right. just going to release it and it'll drop you. And he's like, all oh, right, okay, that's fine, that's fine, right? Uh-huh. So he's like, right, I'll count you down. And he just went one and dropped he just him. Fell. 
So that was him going to fuck, right? Because oh, obviously cool. he, was, he wasn't expecting that's quite cool, it, that's it to go. Because cool. um, he's like, I'll count you down, like one, two, three. And he just went one and just dropped him so that he could get like, a genuine reaction. Do you know my fun fact from that scene? Go. So obviously, you're right, he sneaked in and um, he had the, the guns behind mm-hmm. the to him. Mm-hmm. He actually got that from William Wallace in Braveheart. No. Uh-huh. Cool. Because that's how William Wallace did it. Uh-huh. He walked in on the horse. Hands on the head. Yep. So, ugh, I, I surrender, I give up. Kapow! Right. That's some sword actually. <laughs> so. Yeah. That was my fun fact. Though. That's, that's a good fun fact. Right. But it was, it was a cracking death scene. It, it was, really was. It was good. It was probably over too quickly for the fact that it was like the final. I feel like it being the bad guy, uh, the main guy. It kind of just, it was just dead. Uh-huh. But it was good. Yeah. It really was it good. It was good. It was good. And we also get to see Paul be yeah. the hero. Although, how's he still alive? Who, Carl? Uh-huh. Aye, Carl's... Because he's a fucking Ivan Drago Russian steroid motherfucker. <laughs> Is that his full name, Is that his full name? Oh, it's spruced up. No, no, but it's just one of those ones that, like, he came around and like, ah, and you're like, this prick, do you know what I mean? But... And then Paul's like, Paul. Aye. Which is the first time that he fired his gun. Since that. Since he had killed a wee boy. By accident. I know. What are you, Mum? You need to save the day. Although, imagine doing all that, going through that, that ordeal. Uh-huh. And then we get to die hard too. Divorced. Ah, he said, see? So all that, and they don't end up together anyway. I know. Is it die hard two, die hard two or three? I got the role, he starts to bring in. I like Die Hard 2. Die Hard 2 is good. Aye, but they're going to The rest of them, Three is not too bad. Bit of a. You need Die Hard 4.0 or something. Uh huh, yeah, good day to Die Hard. Good day to Die Hard. That's when we son, then once we thought into it. Oh, goodness. Um, And I'm so glad. Die Hard 2? The Maze. Hans Brother? Or is that Die Hard 3? No, so uh, Die Hard 2 is one where I believe it is Han's brother. So they're doing uh they they make him go on a wild goose chase round about the city. Mm-hmm. And whilst they're doing that they're like robbing Wall Street. I think it was Han's brother. Yeah that was Die Hard Three is the one in the airport. Uh no I, I don't know man. And I, I Die Hard with a vengeance. Uh-huh. Is is Gribbers. Aye. Uh-huh. It's all very confusing. Yeah. Uh there's a lot of Die Hard. There's a lot of diehards. Do you want some trivia? Or do you want to, what are you marking it out of five? Well, I was just going to say I like the fact that she punched the reporter. She did punch the reporter, which is quite right. And then I've literally got, literally finishes with Let It Snow. Christmas film. It's not, again, you don't feel Christmassy though. I felt festive the fuck afterwards. Did you though? Did you really? Yeah. I don't think you did. I did. I really don't. I did. Um, that may be your trivia. The Nakatomi Plaza. Yep. building that was set in. That is the headquarters of 20th Century Fox. There you go. Yeah, the company charged itself rent. What? I don't know. I, I, can you do that? <laughs> Pretty sure that may be some form of fraud. Uh, the scene in which Gruber and McLean met was inserted into the script after Alan Rickman was found to be proficient at mimicking American accents. There you go. Because it's English. Aye. Aye. Filmmakers had been looking for a way to have the two characters meet 
prior to the climax and capitalised on Rickman's talent. There you go. He is a very, well, he was uh, a very talented. He was a very talented actor. Really good. On Alan Rickman's first day of shooting, uh-huh. he filmed the scene where Hans Gripper first runs into John McClane. He made a jump off a ledge about three foot high. He injured himself when he landed and damaged some cartilage in his knee. Oh, he was told by his doctor not to put any weight on that leg and he had to use crutches for a week. For the rest of the scene, Han, where Hans Gribble's standing and talking to John McLean. Oh, because he leans against the wall, doesn't he? Aye, uh, he's uh, standing on one leg for the entire time. Aye, uh, because when, when I said about them checking the names, mm-hmm. he was leaning against the wall that the names were on. That's obviously why. There you go. There you go. Only a couple of the actors who played the German terrorists were actually German, and only a couple more could speak broken German. Hmm? There you go. Nine of the twelve were over six feet tall. Jesus. Aye. What are you giving it out of five? Uh, 4.8. Yeah? Yeah. Ask me. What are you giving it? See, if you're giving it not being a Christmas film, what would you give well, it? Well, that's what I was going to say. It's, it's a 4.75 action film. Uh-huh. It's about a one out of five for oh, a Christmas film. Oh, can we take a shot? For a Christmas film, it's about a one out of five. There is no, it's, not, it's not a Christmas film. It's really not. Let's agree, disagree. Do you remember that face again? It's no film that I want to, like, snuggle up on the couch with a hot chocolate. Your candles on, you're eating on. It's no, it's no that type of film. Okay, take your work So, I. We're back in Valentine's Day. Back in Valentine's Day, we can watch Dirty Dancing. We can watch uh, a romantic film such as, like, Halloween or something like that, obviously, in your book. I'm game. Break, break the mould. That's what I say. Break the mould. Satan. <laughs> when are we back? Well, we do need to watch Dirty Dancing because that was next on the list. Right. So, back in the new year. Back in the new year. Back in the new year. In the meantime? In the meantime. Have if, a lovely Christmas. Yes, enjoy yourselves and a happy new year. Hope Santa's good to you. Uh-huh. Eh? Eh? <laughs> um, obviously, as ever, guys, you do want to get in touch with us. Any film suggestions, feedback, anything at all. We're on Twitter at film underscore shady. Um, but from us, for now. Catch you. Bye, guys.